Oh shit, I'm sorry. Okay, hi, hello, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, I, it's me, Bella, obviously. Um, but today I have a guest. What do you want to be called? Al, Big Al. Yeah, any, or just, <laughs> or just Alex, either any any of those names. I've got a lot of names. Yeah. Um, so we're in LA recording in a really nice studio setup, very professional, um, with my one mic um, mm-hmm. that I got on Amazon for sixty dollars and. Um, Al used to be a, what do you call it? Uh, well, I've worked on the Genius Bar, I guess an Apple Genius, you would call it. <laughs> an a Apple Genius. genius. Yeah. He used to be a Genius. He used to be a Genius. <laughs> no now, longer. Now I'm a dunce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was just kind of fixing things. Okay, um, I don't know, we haven't really like, so... I'll give the background. Mm. Um, sorry if this is starting off kind of awkward, people. We'll get into good talks, I promise. Um, so we met because we did our yoga training together, and it was an immersive yoga training, which I think I talked about in my last episode that I was going away for three weeks, wasn't going to have a phone, kind of did have a phone, but, I mean, I didn't... We didn't ever yeah, they made it chance. seem like we weren't going to be able to, like... Like, they were going to put them in a lockbox, yeah. and you weren't going to be able to touch them. <laughs> and um, that was not the case. Not necessarily, no. no. I mean, I did that. I think I was the only one who, like, I didn't turn it on the whole time I was there. Uh, I think Bellet. So, oh, nice. Did I say it? Did I, did, would she, would yeah. she be proud? I think of so. You sounded it? German. Um, I think she did. Oh, that's cool. I'm pretty sure she did. Um, yeah, that's right, because Jiro has taken photos for her. Fucking Jiro. Fucking Jiro. Um, but yeah, so we met there, and we pretty much, what, lived together for 18 yeah. days. You get pretty nice and comfy with mm-hmm. with everyone. It's really interesting when you're with... I mean, if you add in all like the staff members and the people that we would see from time to time who like lived on the property... Right. It's like 30 people total mm-hmm. for about three weeks Mm -hmm. and um the the amount of like bonding like the bonding happens like very quickly because you're sort of in this secluded space and you know we may have had phones but especially early on like you weren't you didn't have any of the technology on day-to-day basis like we're so busy doing stuff exactly and so it like we all just kind of like gelled really quickly yeah and then I remember the last week, everyone was still getting along. Like I didn't, I personally didn't, I don't think I saw it or heard about like any like arguments or tips mm-hmm. or anything like that. But, but a lot of people just being like, I'm so fucking ready for yeah. this to be done. Yeah. And you know, um, meanwhile, I was sitting there going like, I could do like another three weeks, I think. But I, have... I really love not doing much. <laughs> I had my moments. I had my moments. Because I think... A part of it, though, was just, like, the energy mm. of um, Liberty. Mm-hmm. Liberty Arising was the, uh, uh, yeah. what do you call it, retreat center that we were at. Mm-hmm. And, like, that land is just so well taken and so, like, so many good vibes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, like, I'm so scared to leave this mm-hmm. and not feel this way anymore. Because mm-hmm. as much as, like, there was moments there where I was sobbing and, like, 
having the worst time ever, I still felt very connected, you know? Right. And I was like, I don't want to go home and lose that. Even though I was like, I'm ready to go back to my normal day-to-day life, I was so terrified of losing that. So what what's that have you felt do you do you feel like now I'm like I'm like becoming sorry I'm like Is this my over. podcast? Yes. <laughs> no, but my I wonder like what um so you were scared to have lost that do you yeah. think that that happened or have you been able to like what's that been like what's your transition been like? I think it's been think... what um not sorry to cut you off but it's no, been no. like um today's it's been a little over a, a month. month. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like so much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that also has to do with me totaling my car and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've had a, a little bit of, of a rough go of it. Other stuff. Um, and Mercury wasn't even in retrograde. I know. It just hit retrograde. I made it here safe though. But um, yeah, I think I have. I think I think I was a- what I was able to do with um, there was take all the tools that we learned because I mean that's another thing that I want to talk about is like. It was a yoga retreat, but so many people, especially in the Western world, believe that yoga is just the asanas, Mm -hmm. you know, just the flows and all that stuff. And it's so, so, so much more Mm -hmm. than that. And everything that we learned from, you know, Gloria, Serge, Gladys, Mm -hmm. and just every single person that we were with, um, I think I took a little bits and pieces from every single person Mm -hmm. and tried to apply that as much as I could in day-to-day life and I think at first it was a little weird like coming back and like not having to get up at 5 a.m not having to you know do sharing circles and stuff like that and I was like when are we gonna sit together in a circle and pass the feather and share our feelings and everyone's like what the fuck you you know um so I think yeah it was weird coming back to that and in moments where it got hard, I think I was able to take the tools. Because, I mean, we were given this fucking massive book, too. You could even just mm-hmm. go flip through that. But, yeah. I mean, there's moments where I've been like, I so badly want to go back. Like, I so badly just... Not even, like, necessarily to, like, relive the retreat. Because I don't think we could ever, like... It would it would never be the same. No, no. Um, not even if you put the same people yeah. in the same space, it would still be a totally different thing. Exactly. So, um, but just like that, I, I just want to like drive to like Liberty Arising and just like sit and meditate there for like five minutes because like, I mean, I, I can't express enough how charged that land was, you totally, know? Totally, totally. The, the Shakti there was just like brimming Insane. over the top, yeah. you know, like and. There is something about it sort of being in this like almost little valley because on mm-hmm. every side you're pretty much like surrounded, surrounded by those rocks. mountains. Yeah, those yeah. rocks. And like, yeah, the, the, the physical energy there was was pretty incredible. And there was, there was something I think to be said too about like because we were on that schedule of like getting up at 5 a.m. and we were so much more in tune with um the natural like cycles yeah what is it called uh it's called like the circadian rhythm circadian it's circadian rhythm yeah uh yeah and 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 so you know even coming back i've still been trying to maintain getting up early maybe not um you know 5 a.m early but like still getting up and doing a practice and all that Mm -hmm. 
But what I've noticed is it's so much harder to like wind down in the evening where there it was like we ate dinner at yeah. like 530 or something like that. And then you just like the sun went down around eight and then maybe, we just kind of like maybe jacuzzi for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit because we'd have like that night, our, our little like night closing session right. and then we'd be done probably at like eight or eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Probably eight thirty, and then and then you know it was just like kind of instantly like ready to wind down. Oh yeah. Where here, you know, especially because of we're in a city and like all the lights and 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 all of that, you know, it just it makes it so much. There's just like so much more going on in the evening, and um, so that's been that's been a little bit of an adjustment, I would say for me. But absolutely, I would love to go back and just like sit in there or go to that cave again and yeah. like do a little chanting. That was really do a little. What song did we sing? In... Oh, we we sang a uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Was yeah, we were doing that and that uh, oh. Grace Potter song that Cat mm-hmm. was singing. That, that was, was really singing. fun. And we did some did some, some mantra, um, which was good. Hare Krishna. And a little Hare Krishna in there. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, we got to turn the recording light on. I did. I had it on, but I wasn't sure you wanted. Okay, you oh, yeah, it on. It's got to be on. We're recording. Okay. For the listener at home, <laughs> there is a recording light, like in a an old like a recording studio. studio. Yeah, yeah, like you would have it says we're recording. outside, so people knew we were recording. Yeah, it's more just to remind us that we're recording, yeah. so we don't forget. To keep the conversations... I Okay, here's one thing that I will say with podcasting. I am terrified of offending somebody, but I know it's going to happen. Like, I know somehow, some way, I'm going to say something that's going to offend someone. And, mm. like... I try and think I but not and not that people don't have a right or a reason to be offended but I just I always think back to um this Wayne Dyer quote and he's like mm. if you're looking for a way to be offended you're gonna find it right and I kind of just feel like not to go totally right wing on everyone but I kind of just feel like everyone's a little bit looking for a way to be offended now I feel like mm-hmm. I feel small things people are like taking super dramatic and it might be that somebody didn't i mean it might totally be ignorance right, on right. the person who said its behalf but then when you like if it's ignorance and then you're like hey what you said from this minority or from my perspective was really offensive and then that person's like oh shit i'm so sorry i totally was being ignorant and like Mm -hmm. didn't realize and then people are just like well it's too late you're like branded you know that's that's my problem i think right and that's and that brings up a good i mean i think that's a good point with um it's it's easy it's probably it's easier to get offended right than to and and to say well hold on let me step back i'm not really i gotta think about what i'm trying to say here so that's the problem with i know it's hard well yeah if you're if you're putting yourself out there and you offend someone, your duty is just to apologize if if you do offend someone right. and it's come if if you feel like you've come from a place uh, that or said something that might have hurt someone, but the point is that your intention is not right. to do so, right? Yes. And like I think that's what it comes down to is having the intention to share your your truth mm-hmm. and not do so in a way that will hurt anyone else and if you happen to do so by accident because it was something you you were ignorant to that you yeah. haven't learned you know like a lot of this is about learning about others right that's kind of i think what we're learning in this world of mm-hmm. 
uh, in this society of like Ram offensive says, and we're all walking each other home. All walking each other home, and yeah. and all and so you know the other piece to that, I guess, is that if you're a, a person that does get offended by something, to consider whether or not that person had intended to, and to and if and then if you're going to voice that opposition, do so in a way that's also loving, that yes. like op- is open for to I help think... teach as opposed to chastising someone right because when you come off and you're like hey that was really fucked up i can't believe you did that blah 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 people are instantly gonna go to defense you know and mm-hmm. they're gonna be like whoa 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 i didn't mean it like that way like blah, blah. and it's like it's no one gets anywhere you right. know with that approach and i'm not i'm not talking like you know politicians and stuff because that's completely different you know conversation i'm talking just you know your everyday today people Mm-hmm. You know, in conversation, because like going back to like the retreat, there was, I mean, not just with me, but you know, multiple times where I think somebody was a little bit hurt or offended or like bothered by something, something that somebody said, and there was no one, you know, at that retreat center that was, you know, had a malicious intent or anything. It's just you don't know everyone's perspective, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like someone might take offense to something that you think is completely innocuous. Right. So. Well, I would say then to your fear of offending someone is just like, let it uh, go. Yeah, I, th- go. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the fear of offending someone. Cause I just feel like I'm probably going to say something and somebody is going to like rub someone the wrong way. And it, cause I mean, but I think that's just being a human. Like mm-hmm. nobody's going to agree with every single thing I say a hundred percent. And I mean, that would be weird. If somebody <laughs> they do did. marry me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, what do you call it? I competitive nature. I like to argue. Oh, so like, okay. I think you need to keep that spice so you wanna, in the relationship. So you want somebody that's going to, I mean, I want somebody who has fundamentally the same beliefs as me, but might see the approach differently that I could mm. debate with, you know, oh, and like be that. like, Hey, that that opinion on things isn't completely wrong, but, like, why do you feel that way, you know? Where you can have a conversation about things, and it's not somebody who's just like, oh, my God, yeah, I totally agree. Because mm-hmm. that's a little weird to me. It's like... Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if I've ever been with anyone that's felt that way. So I can't really speak to that. But I do like the... Like that agreed? That, yeah, that degree yeah. of, like... Yes, anything, you know. Yes, master. I find most women I've dated love to debate me. (laughs) So it must be something I'm looking forward to. It's in your subconscious. Yeah. Well, also, I'm an idiot. So I do need, like, reminders. I say that with a lot of self-love. But I'm like, you know, I need to be told what's up. Put in your place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think all men do. Oh, yeah. I think... Yeah, but I think women are so used to, um, I don't know how to word. See, here's, here's where I offend someone. Just do it. Um, I think throughout history, women are kind of used to being submissive and just like hearing what their husband says and just like, well, I mean, for however fucking long women didn't even have the right to vote. So it was like, sure, voice your opinion. It Mm -hmm. doesn't fucking matter anyway. Right. You know? So I think uh, in our society, that's kind of just subconsciously more coming onto the conscious side now, but just been in our nature. And I think women, I think it happens when you don't even realize it because, okay, 
yesterday at work, Mm -hmm. for example. So uh, actually, I don't want to say where I work because I don't know who's going to listen to this and I don't want to be fired. Um, At a place that will not be named. Well, I have two jobs, so take your guess at which one it is. Um, But there was this guy who came in and um, where I work, it tends to be a lot of wealthy white men, especially like CEOs, founders, sometimes politicians, all this stuff. And he comes over and he's like making conversation with me. And it was like a little weird. Like he seemed like drunk or something, but I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, And then he was like, uh, it was really slow day at work. And he was like, "Uh, it's really like slow. Like I'm sure you, you know, enjoy all these pesky customers coming up and talking to you. And it was just him. And I just kind of like laughed and I was like, huh. I was like, no, I actually enjoy when people come up and talk to me because like, I'm not, you know, just sitting here staring at a wall. And then he asked me, and then his, like, wife or girlfriend, whatever, came over, and she's on her phone texting. And he turns to me and he goes, do you enjoy the harassment? And I was Mm. like, and, like, I feel like I've seen so many things on Twitter where somebody said something to a woman and they're like, you know, they say something, you know, like, badass and, like, very snappy and witty back. And in that moment, like, I just froze. Like, I didn't. It was like, I didn't even think. I just kind of laughed it off. And it wasn't until he walked away that I was like, yo, that was fucked up. Like, what, in what world would you ask a woman, do you enjoy being harassed? Because, I mean, that is something that I face on a day-to-day basis at my job is men coming in. And I wouldn't say, I don't want to go as far as to say harassing me, but making inappropriate comments that Mm -hmm. are weird, you know? Yeah, right. And... And he just, like, laughed it off like it was some joke. And then his wife, girlfriend, fiance, whatever she was, didn't even phase her. And I was like, right, you know? It's stuff like that that I'm like, I think we're, I don't want to say we're taught, but it's almost just like, well, you you don't say anything, you don't react because then something bad might happen to you. That's what it is, you know? Whereas there's been so many women who have reacted or something and then they become the perpetrator or whatever they're Mm -hmm. not seen as the victims anymore and it's Mm -hmm. like what the fuck let's play a little game called (laughs) what would you say to him now because i'm sure it's gone through your head a bunch of times you said like oh some women like say something badass you've thought of things like i don't know you know that that feeling of like oh i should have said that yeah did Um, you have one of those no i didn't because i like what do you what like witty because in my head i'm like i need it to be witty and snappy so like when i tell this story yeah yeah you know which is stupid saying a simple fuck you would have been fine you know yeah or even just like a uh weird choice of words yeah because like the other the other side and i i don't want to defend this guy because i don't know him and i don't know the situation i looked him up on but like (laughs) But, like, the use of the word harassment is, like, loaded it's with very, context, yeah. right? And, like, there are plenty of other words to use. Like, oh, do you like being bothered or, or something like that? Yeah. Like, that would have been more playful. Like, like that he could have said that to uh, a woman or a man. But the use of the yeah. word harassment Harassed. was, like, very specific. And it's especially because, like, he came in in his super nice tux. He's an older white male. He made several you know made it known that he was a ceo and it was Mm. it was that sort of whole like Mm. that was really off-putting to begin with 
you know, let alone you throwing in the word harassed. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. But, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't remember where I was going with this. Um, I don't either, but that is a real bummer and it's pretty gross. Yeah. Oh, I think we were talking about men being put in their place. Yeah. I wanted to talk about, I brought this book down because I just, I just started reading it last night. So this is a pedantic conversation <laughs> about this book um, by Shelly Ke- Sally. Got Shelly on the brain. You're just always thinking of Shelly. I was just talking about Shelly. Sally Kempton. It's called Awakening Shakti, the transformative power of the goddesses of yoga. And um, so I started reading it last night. I got through a few chapters. And one of the things that I found really fascinating that I loved it. flying over, sorry. Oh, yeah. Just a heads up. That could be it. We got helicopters. It's because it's such an unsafe neighborhood. (laughs) All these. Continue. All these hipster gentrifiers and protection from (laughs) the helicopters. And they're fucking helicopters. I'm one of the hipster gentrifiers, so I can't. I don't know how I feel about that. I have to sit in ambiguity with it. Um, okay. So one of the things that she talks about in this first chapter, I don't know why I'm looking through the book like I'm going to be like, there's the, there's the line. It's not like I underlined it or something. But the idea that um, in a lot of these more like ancient philosophies, I don't want to call them religions because I don't think they were like formalized religions, but like more um, ancient worldviews or like views of the, the cosmos, the universe, the the divine goddesses were like the power, right? They Mm -hmm. were the energy uh, that, you know, created the universe, the the energy of creation. And they were considered the more powerful ones when the male was, I don't want to say necessarily submissive, but like more of the receiver. And somewhere along the lines, when a lot of these... uh, uh, patriarchal shifts started happening mm-hmm. we lost that and the the divine feminine just kind of disappeared and then femininity became this like energy of receptive and submission yes. and all these things yes, yes. and that still persists today but i think i think um and i i really want to believe that there's this shift coming back toward t- toward awakening that shakti that that feminine energy and not just women but in men too and like and like changing and and changing that and recognizing recognizing again remembering because that's i think you know what this existence is all about is remembering like there's so much power in the feminine energy there's Mm -hmm. so much and when we embrace that and learn to channel it we're all better human beings for it right you know um and 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 these these times of like of female submission i hope are coming to an end and obviously you have rich older white guys that are still in a lot of power and that's like for the most part that's mm-hmm. the case they're um, dying out but yeah they're getting old right <laughs> they're like dinosaurs now like yeah you know hopefully they'll go extinct hopefully they'll go extinct i hope so um but yeah, I think that's a really good point that you bring up, bringing it into both people. Because I think anytime somebody brings up feminine or masculine, it's, e- it's femininity is equated to females. Mm-hmm. Masculinity is equated to males. And it's like, it's not that, you mm-hmm. know? Feminine 
whatever energy um you know source whatever you want to call it does not only hold to females just like masculine energy doesn't it's an energy you know right um but yeah i think i I mean i think this was some i don't remember when we did the women's circle Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna share what we talked about because that was strictly just for the women confidential (laughs) um but you know it was brought up like how are you balancing the masculine and feminine within you and i Mm -hmm. think that's a really great question because not just from that circle but i just think like from friends family members i've seen it's like it's kind of almost like women should be suppressing the masculine energy as men should be suppressing female energy but it's just energy it doesn't mean and i mean if you don't like i personally i'm I'm a very feminine girl, Mm -hmm. Um, so I identify more with femininity, but that's not to say that there aren't girls who are more masculine and also can be super feminine or, you know, um, spiritually, energetically, they feel more masculine, but they might prefer dressing feminine. And I think that's the other thing too is like, well, if you're a masculine female, you have to dress or look a certain way. And it's like, mm. the it, it does none of this correlates, you know? In right. some people it does. In some people, masculine energy and they also prefer dressing more masculine or men who are more feminine prefer dressing more feminine. But it's it's not, you know. Yeah, and there's and those are still sort of like gender oriented Mm -hmm. and these like societal and cultural norms and i think the you know i think what what is plaguing our society in terms of the masculine and feminine is that women have they may they may still appear uh outwardly as feminine whether the way they dress or or you know whatever that is but the really their their femininity, their true goddess nature, is actually being suppressed in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the divine feminine is like is a warrior, you know, and right. it, and is totally. like really strong and powerful. And instead, we've turned femininity into this like submissive thing, and that's not I what mean, it is, right? And so the patriarchy is actually creation. like almost redefined what femininity yeah. is, and it, and that's not it's not that at least in my experience and what and what I've been learning through our training that we went through together and just the, some reading and, and, and whatnot that I've been doing on my own and practice that I've been doing on my own, I think that the, the, the true essence of feminine energy is actually incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, and reawakening that is going to be, uh, and we're continuing to awaken that part of all of us is really, you know, uh, just such a, going to be such a beneficial thing because yeah. we've had just way too long of this and i think i think having a balance whatever that means to you of both energies mm-hmm. is incredibly powerful um like in one of my women in gender studies classes it was like we talked about like who is one of the most masculine males in your head and like instantly i thought david bowie mm-hmm. because he was somebody who was not on you know stereotypical outward looks not your typical masculine man but he was so confident in his masculinity that it didn't matter that he was also sometimes feminine or you know whatever it might have been and i think 
I think that's what masculinity is to me. Mm. It's that power and not necessarily like, I'm a man, I like sports, I play football, you know? Like, yeah, I was going to say Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's, it's confidence, you know? And I think that also is in femininity too. I don't think it's exclusive to masculinity. But yeah, I think as a society, we've kind of redefined Mm-hmm. what masculinity is mm-hmm. and what femininity is, you know, and we've taken it to mean things that aren't necessarily what they are. Yeah, not in line with their divinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that's so for for me that I've been kind of focusing my practice um, post post training on coming more in touch and actually i think this entire year for me so far has been really about connecting with the divine feminine and Mm -hmm. and um and learning how to continue to channel that um and i've i don't ever think that i was like a hyper masculine person you know i don't know yeah i don't uh think that was everything but um that being said there are ways to channel this uh this power and this um like really divine love and this sort of transcendent love uh that can transform all these things so you know this book um as i said i started it last night so i'm not like an expert but i did read like probably 100 pages so like I know quite a lot. I'm pretty much an expert. <laughs> Ask me any question. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to share. Oh, I, I want to show you this Instagram post. This is really cool for listeners. They love hearing about Instagram posts. Um, you just... Oh, you mentioned me in a story. That's fun. I okay. did. I okay, told so every people. Check out every people. Every I told people. every people. Check this one out. Can I read it out loud? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to describe the uh, Instagram post. It's a meme. It's a meme. Of course. Yeah. What else would it be? Okay. It says, um, when he's holistic, drinks alkaline water, and loves fruit, meditates like crystals, knows his natal chart, is an ambassador for the balance of feminine and masculine energies, and knows that the womb man is God. And then it's a... I don't even know how to describe this picture. Um, a so picture you, of... It's a young lady in sunglasses with her... She's wearing pants, but her legs are spread apart. Wide and open. She's doing like the triple um, X, which... Not triple X, triple H, the wrestler. Like, you, no. No. This is from the 90s. This is um, where your hyper-masculinity comes out. Yeah, I mean, I was like in sixth grade, but like it's like the suck it thing, you know? Yeah, that's what okay, do. that's but what she's I doing that. And then there's a little text over it that says... Insert here. And that made me laugh. Someone sent that to me. Um, but um, now I feel weird for showing that to you <laughs> on a podcast. But it was—it's a funny—it's a funny it meme. Um, and you know, the maybe there account, are women out there that are you know more into. Um, yeah, if you want to go look at the meme, the account is underscore indigo goddess underscore. They look like they have produced some pretty good stuff. Yeah, a lot of memes. Good energy so is like... a valuable currency. Um, oh, it's that one about the top center there. Pussy. Ah. <laughs> you just wanted me to say it. 
Uh, pussy is not an insult. Pussies are hardworking, fun-loving, and love-giving. Pussies are strong. Pussies are beautiful. Pussy is not an insult. I was just thinking that yesterday. I was. Oh. <laughs> I was. You're just sitting in your house thinking, pussy is not an insult. I was actually insult. at the, the yoga studio. Oh, right. And I was like, trying to think of a mean name to call someone. <laughs> and you were like, pussy. But then you were like, but no, penis. Because yeah. like, you kick a guy in the balls, like, yeah. barely. And That's he's what like, I was thinking on the ground like actually what i thought was i wanted to call somebody a scrotum oh but i was like no one does that but like that definitely should be what you get called because like like this weak skin or like (laughs) a testicle because they can't handle anything just a testicle just a single one not the testes no just one just one (laughs) just a single one that would be a way bigger insult because this person was, like, whining about anything. the heat and, oh. like, you know, Oh, yeah, especially because, like, like don't your balls get all weird when it's hot? There's a woman whining about it, too, so then <laughs> I felt weird about, call, like... <laughs> Calling her a scrotum, because yeah. she wouldn't get it. No. Um, I don't... Uh, what was the question? Don't your balls get all weird when it's hot? Weird how? You're just I don't asking. know, like, is it... Is I mean, it's just, you know, it when hot? it's hot and any person human being has two legs that like enclose this area and like think about your armpits why do they get so sweaty because there's like skin on skin right so yeah but just, that's like, all just skin, skin on skin you have like a literal sack of skin in between that I know, skin. it just gets hot you know like what are you gonna do it's just hot and sometimes well world <laughs> I'll Let's take a. Do you I mean, remember what was? Sorry, not to sidetrack, but do you remember that one time? Please sidetrack. Um, <laughs> Let's get away from this. It's still on the topic of balls. Okay. Um, what was it that we? I think we were talking about the mula banda. Which uh-huh. okay? Do you want to describe that? Yeah, the mula banda is the uh, part of your body in between your anus and your genitals. Yeah, um, but like sometimes called the taint, but it's like the energetic center, right? Yeah, so it's, it's not, not just like, like the, the outer skin. like skin, but like the energetic center, like like the muscle sort of that you hold when you really have to pee. Yeah. Or and yeah. When you're doing yoga, is is it is it ashtanga? You use it in ashtanga. I mean, you use it in all yoga, really. Yeah, like, but you're like pulling up from there, and that's where it because like because certain... that's like the start of engaging your core. Your yeah, lower core, but right? I mean. I don't remember. Ashtanga talks about it a lot. Okay, yeah. They're just like Gloria obsessed was... with it. <laughs> they are. That yeah. um, Gloria was... T- I remember her talking about one. Mm. I don't remember what type. Okay. <laughs> Probably restorative. Yeah. But that like didn't really use it. Oh, restorative. Res- yeah, because you no, just like... No, but it was like, a one... type. It wasn't like Iyengar, because like Iyengar, you have to use it a lot. But like... Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Anyway. Um, maybe like Yin? Maybe. Um, but... Somebody said something about guys' balls. Do you remember yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> and Serge. And, like, someone was like, what do the balls do? Like, when you, and like, Serge pull goes, up. They start spinning in circles, <laughs> no, like, like, really crazy. He was like, he was like, okay. Because, like, everyone starts laughing. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, like, to very be serious. very serious. And he was, like, stone-faced, like, super serious. He's like, if you want to know, like, this serious answer, like, they just start twirling, like, yeah. around and <laughs> around. And everyone was just kind of silent. And I think all the girls, like, okay, I'll admit, like, for a moment, I was like, do they? Like, yeah, I know. And somebody like, said, do they really? And I was like, oh, my God. He was so serious. He did deliver I was, like, I was like, 
have is this some like secret that men have that, i like, bet if you like never know meditate like, enough you can do that you can get your balls to twirl you can get them to do anything I think. you think you get them to like flip sides oof that actually happens and it's a big <laughs> are problem are you serious if it happens it's a big problem because then the vast deference yeah can, and then if that. your vast deference fucked you're fucked yeah, I had problems with those. I told you about yeah, that. Yeah, you right? told me. Well, let's tell the podcast. I, <laughs> um, Wait, do you want to describe what a vast deferent is? A vast deferent like... is a... Well, you're more like the med student, so but I'll just yeah, give you my... Yeah, but you have one. Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, a tube in yeah. the uh, male body that um, that transports seminal fluid mm-hmm. from the scrotum... The testes outward yep. through. Yep. But it also like is like kind of. I told you. you it's like more. essential for kind of like all penis function. Like not Got all, it. but like a lot. Okay. Of, like if if you were to like damage that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was having some. Uh, some Wait, is this t- the fire story? No. Oh. <laughs> No, the fire story is not really related to that. That's just... For some reason, I thought it was. No, this is just that one time uh, I was having some pain in my testicles. This is... We're going to say that a lot in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Um, Take and... a shot every time. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't started that, rewind. And yeah. Start whenever the word testes or testicles comes up. So I was having some pain and I went to the doctor and they're like, oof, you should go to a urologist. And I was like, I'm probably, if I had to guess, I was 24 maybe. Yeah. I was for sure the younger, youngest person at the urologist. There's just like a bunch of old dudes just waiting to get their prostates checked. So I go in there and they're like, oh, this is, that's not good. Like, um, they ruled out cancer, which is quick because there's no like lumps it's just like pain and it was like this sort of almost like throbbing ache and it really was not fun um so i had to go back it was a friday morning at about 7 30 a.m i show you up. remember this oh i'll never forget this uh i show up at uh what's the place where you get like x-rays a radiologist, radiologist yeah. yeah and uh they take me back into the room and um, they tell me to remove my pants and my underwear and sit on this table. And this so, didn't turn into so I'm just a like Porky. This did not. <laughs> this does sound like it would, but it did not. I was Porky pigging it on the <laughs> table, just shirt only, t-shirt only. This woman walks in, and I was like, "Oh God, this is so going to be so uncomfortable." And I like lean back on one of those sort of like he's doing chairs. it as he's explaining yeah. this. So if it sounds like I'm far away, it's. I'm demonstrating. And then she takes this towel. Oh, yeah. And she does this cool little trick with it. And it flips my penis, like, <laughs> up and back and, like, covers it. And, like, it was a, it was like a magic trick. It was really crazy. And I was like, ooh, that was awesome. And then she gets one of those bottles of, like, gel out that you see squirting on a woman's yeah. stomach when she's ultrasound. getting an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And she just squirts it right on my balls. And starts wanding them with the ultrasound <laughs> wand. And then she goes, so, what you got going on this weekend? And I was like, I'm playing a show tonight at just like a little bar. And uh, other than that, I don't really. She's like, 
oh, that's cool. I'm going to the lake. My husband and I like to take the jet skis out in it. And meanwhile, she's just getting all up in there. Um, and I don't remember how that conversation ended other than like, well, thanks. Um, and Enjoy your jet skis. See ya. And then, um, you know, a few days later, I got the results. Maybe. Yeah, I think it was a few days. I don't think it was instant. And... Um, Turns out I had a little infected vas deferin from, uh, I, I was a bike rider. I suppose I still am, but I don't do as much anymore. But I rode my bike pretty much everywhere. And um, just the, you know, the, the pedaling and the seat not being super comfortable because it's like a road bike mm-hmm. and just kind of pinched it. <laughs> so I took some antibiotics and now I'm great. Now your vas is great. But uh, it was the first and maybe only time I ever had a scroto sound. This <laughs> is cool. Sound. Yeah, that was a term that was invented uh, by a friend of mine to describe what, what it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Scrotal ultrasound. Well, Scrotosound. the more you know, yeah. um, any male bike riders out there, stay safe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, make sure that you just get a seat that's like, you know, feels comfortable to you and that Did you're... you wear a cup? That wouldn't help. That would not. I don't have a penis. So that I might make know. it work worse because so like pushing more yeah i was like pushing more into it so you don't have a penis i know oh my god what do we do? two months later i only I do podcasts with with penis penis people i guess i should leave that's what we're called men, although now that we're on the this topic mm-hmm. i want to talk about something that we should have talked about at the beginning because it's a very pressing issue it was the foundation of this podcast originally mm. Mm-hmm. It was the only reason I invited you to be a guest. You know what it is? No. Pegging. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pegging. pegging. A little pegging. bit of background. Al would at night be walking to the shower, and I would somehow always distract him with his headlamp on. Yeah. And um, we'd just get into really random conversations, which you can tell your Pokemon ghosts story too if you would like well um, Pokemon Go might have ruined my life <laughs> but um, one night he brought up I'll let him tell the story but this pegging thing and I was like oh my god I have a podcast and it was originally going to be called Will You Peg Me um, so if you haven't heard that story go back and listen to the first episode little self plug even though you're already listening but uh, yeah, yeah you want to talk about pegging also pegging. there's construction outside sorry guys yeah our street is really getting torn up out there it's LA Um, what do you expect yeah um yeah pegging wow I I did forget about that actually I'm gonna close this window so get ready Dumped your toe. Yeah, I walk into stuff a lot. I'm a little clumsy. All these pottery barn chairs. Okay, so pegging. Yeah, I don't remember how I brought this up, but I'm pretty sure I was just talking about my forays into uh, into dating. Yeah. And uh, maybe it was like, what's maybe the? Maybe I started it. I don't I remember. Know. I think it was like, what's the? Maybe like the weird, like the oh, maybe not yeah. weirdest, but like the most unconventional. I think it like was thing. you and Justin talking about like weird. I don't know. I think Justin brought it up. Justin probably brought it up. Justin, <laughs> I know you're listening right now, yeah. Justin. Thanks for bringing this up. So, I shared a story that um, 
I, you know, it's funny when you, I learned about what pegging was maybe a year ago at most. Yeah. I just had never I heard of it before. I had never either. I, I had heard of the act. I didn't know it had a name. Oh. Right? So, um, and I didn't know a lot about it, uh, but I heard somebody told me that, oh, that's pegging. And then I was like, interested to like Do you want to, to like, describe learn. what pegging is? Because I've never pegging, actually gone into pegging it. Pegging is um, when a person, uh, male typically mm-hmm. wants a female to put on a strap-on dildo mm-hmm. and buttfuck them. Is that, <laughs> is that what we call it? Sorry, I thought fuck? you were going to, like, you were, like, hesitating, so I thought you were, like, trying to find a term yeah. to be, like, gentle about it. No, I was like, do it. I say buttfuck or not? Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. What? How else uh, perform anal intercourse? I thought you were just going to, like, kind of leave it, like, put a strap-on on and, you know, like, no, but you went for I mean, it. That's fine. What if somebody's like, what? And then make, make brownies? <laughs> like, who knows? Just walk around with the strap on. Yeah, yeah. Just watch. Yeah, so um, I thought, oh, that's interesting. And, and uh, the, stra- the, the pegging community is very, very persistent that it's not gay. Right? Oh, they, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like That's one I of the figure? things. Like, it is straight men that just want a dildo in their butt. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not, because, like... No, it's I fine. mean, you've talked about... Yeah, fingers, whatever. Like, yeah. That's, that's fine. I don't think that that... I don't think that it's gay, but okay, I just yeah, wanted to clarify like, that it's, it's very specific. <laughs> like, that's their thing. It's not gay. All that being said, um, I, uh, I'm i not particularly interested in finding out what that feels like. <laughs> just a finger? Not, not a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers, whatever. Like, that's... It's not that invasive, you know? One's, one, yeah, one's good. One's plenty. One's plenty. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, the, uh, the idea of pegging is just like not, it's not my Mm -hmm. cup of tea. Um, and of course, as soon as you, this is like the, this is, I think, how the universe works. You learn about something that you've never once had to think about or encounter in your life. Of course, as soon as I learn about it, within a year, somebody asks me if. There's a, there's a theory on that. Like, as soon as you, like, think about something, like, I think about red cars, and then suddenly they're everywhere. I was going to say red Priuses. Oh my Weird. God. Yeah, We're so I've heard connected. of that. <laughs> like one brain (laughs) uh yeah so that's that's totally yes and then so i'm seeing this person we're not very far in we don't have like uh, any sort of relationship defined we're just like dating and and it's going all right and we're getting to know each other and she asked me if she can peg me like just out of the blue, like, while we're, well, maybe not completely out of the blue, but, like, and again, no judgment, but, like, my answer was no, right? Yeah. So, it's like, drop it. Yeah. She really wanted to have a conversation <laughs> about why not, and I just had to, it just was like, it was just like, what if you're missing out on something, and, like, <sighs> I don't feel that way. I don't yeah. feel like I'm missing out on anything, and again, no judgment. For me, personally, not something that... Right. That I want to do, and and it brings us to brings us to this point. You know, no means no. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, and also, I was like, "Well, have you done this before? No. Do you have the equipment for it? No. But I'd go get it. Like, pr- 
prepared to like go drop the money and then i gotta imagine those things aren't cheap i don't know i've never used i don't know either but i gotta imagine i'm gonna i went into a sex shop one time but like oh you naughty girl (laughs) they asked for my id because no one believes i'm 20 um but i wasn't searching for anything so i wasn't checking oh you're gonna google it yeah i'm gonna find out Um, how much it costs okay my thing with pegging is I don't really know. I might sound completely ignorant here. I don't really know how strap-ons work. But, like, like it's just a dildo like a, on you, yeah, right? Yeah, like on a harness. So, like, what... Kind of thing. What yeah. enjoyment does the girl get? That's I mean, oh, like, is it just... Oh, it's like a power thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like a dom kind of thing. Oh, that makes sense now. Okay, so they're, like, 30 to 50 bucks. Okay, that one has, like, a... What is that? That's just a... Oh, that's just a vibrator yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Wait, is that a newcomer's newcomer strap on and dildo set? Oh, yeah. For the beginner. For the beginner. Anyway, so like you're gonna go drop forty bucks just to see if I might like this thing that I've already said that I'm not into. <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, we're definitely offending somebody now because they're like, "What's so wrong with my?" <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong with it. I no. like that you do that. It's good. I mean, there's it's a lot of things that like people are okay peeing donald trump hello i yeah. hope you take offense but some people are into peeing on each yeah. other and i'm yeah. like i'm if you're if you and your partner are okay with it go for it yeah. not not something i'm yeah into but like, and there's nothing wrong with that either yeah i, I think there's a lot of shame weird. that we now have this like sort of reverse shame when you say like oh i'm not into this particular sort of thing they're like that means that you you're that, king shaming yeah, right. And it's not that. It's no. like, personally, I just don't have that one. Yeah, because it's like, I have to have the line somewhere, you know? Like, I mean, not, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean like, that's too far. I just mean like, there's things that I just don't want to do. Not because I'm like, ew, that's fucking gross. But because I just don't want to do interested. them. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I, I personally don't feel like I would be turned on by those mm, things, you know? On. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, getting peed on and, like, pegging someone, in my head at least, like, I would weigh... I'd try getting peed on first. Hmm. Because... Well, you would be the one pegging. Yeah, but I'm still... I don't... You can't handle that kind of power. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I don't think I... I mean, if I had the power of a penis, who knows what would happen. There's no power in it. Have we not figured that out in this... <laughs> There's no power. They're just like these. I think that's the whole point of men having to overcompensate with all this like power that they try to have because they're just like no so power. fragile. Because yeah, they just have this like stupid little like, thing hanging you... out their body that no one really likes looking at. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Especially when it's not in but command maybe, position. It's but, just like. Yeah. But maybe that's why there's power in pegging because you get a cool dildo. And it, that's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. Oh, I probably just offended somebody by saying no one likes to look at penises. <laughs> There's probably people out there like I love looking at them. I get it. Whatever. All I'm saying is that men are fragile. Yeah, we've known this. Yeah. I okay. So I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't think I was like bringing up something new. I'm just saying no. like you know like. But yeah. That's probably where, you know, this uh, this overcompensation comes from. But then, I don't know. Because then if you're using a dildo, mm-hmm. it's, like, way bigger than your dick. Well, I guess you're already being, Not necessarily. Like... I mean, the newcomer's strap-on, <laughs> I already closed the tab, um, didn't look like that. Because I that know much. girls who 
like their boyfriends have been upset because they're like that dildo's huge i'm not mm. 13 inches well hey what you know i like, and I'm not talking about pegging, I'm talking about, like, their own personal dildo. Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't, just do, do what you're gonna do, like. Just let people fuck however they want to fuck. Mm-hmm. That's what the bottom line is. Yeah, or, like, yeah, fuck their <coughs> toys or whatever, like. Yeah. Okay, I did. See, it's fragile guys, you're like, yeah. oh, my. Yeah, my it's a fucking dildo. That? Do you like it? It's like, no, it's a fucking it's a thing it, I can't I don't even like you for that reason I like you for other reasons it's yeah, probably what they're human. thinking yeah um speaking of the sex shop okay here's something that if you have if you own this if you've ever done this please call me mm-hmm. please text me okay so there's this thing do you know like when you're a little kid and there's like those uh like I don't know we had one as a I had one as a child because I don't know why. Um, it's like a, it's like a horse kind mm. of like mm-hmm. it's wood and mm-hmm. it has like a saddle, but it's like mini and it doesn't look anything like yeah, a yeah. horse. It mm-hmm. has like, okay, so there was something like that, mm-hmm. but it was all leather and it had a dildo on it and mm-hmm. it was electronic, uh-huh. and like you could like ride it, I guess, mm-hmm. and it was like three thousand dollars. And it's, it's huge. Like, the thing is enormous. And I went with my friend Laura. Shout out to Laura. And up, we, were Laura? Just, we were just holla, like, holla, holla. <laughs> where would you put this in your house? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you just keep it in the entry? Because, I mean, like, just looking at it, because, it, like, I think you can I take think... the dildo off. But, like, just looking at it, you're like, oh, that's some weird, like, avant-garde art piece. But, like, oh. but then you're, like, in your entry writing it <laughs> like i there was just so many thoughts like i think at that point it. if you're spending three thousand dollars on a thing like that you probably have a whole room dedicated that's to, true you have like a red room like oh that's a fun name for it i was thinking was 50, shades of gray. 50, 50 shades of gray it was called oh. the red room i'm pretty sure i read that book in eighth grade don't really remember wow you can get it for free online guys <laughs> or don't read it or don't read it it's literally trash like you want to talk about bad writing? Not that we were talking about bad writing, but well, that let's book. Let's talk about that. Had I known what BDSM was and sex was in third grade, I could have written that book. Mm. Well, you Extremely. did. Extremely. By eighth grade. Yeah, I could have written that book in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. It's extremely re- re- Rewritten it better. Yeah, I literally, if somebody pays me to, I will rewrite Fifty Shades of Grey the way it should have been written. A Hundred Shades of Grey yeah. by Bella. Yeah. A hundred times better. A hundred times better. Twice twice the number, a hundred times better. Um, Yeah, you know, I once went into a sex dungeon. A sex dungeon? That's what he called it. Is that an L.A. thing? No, it was in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, I was created from Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I'm from Arizona. If you ever get a chance, there's a, a bar in Tucson called The Meat Rack. And it's a hilarious place. And this weird old guy, again, I'm not calling him, he would probably say he's weird. He calls himself, I think he legally had his name changed to God. Oh, which is he's one of those. Really? Yeah, he just, he definitely like lives at the bar. Like he's got his room <laughs> there. And um, he has this, this uh, 
sort of like sex dungeon kind of thing but it's literally just so when he takes people on tours of the bar he has like bits that he does with all the stuff that are in there it's just like his all of his he has bits throughout the whole bar and, it, and the fact that he like he'll there's a recliner in there <laughs> sometimes you walk in and he's just asleep in the <laughs> recliner um and uh anyway he had this i'm trying to think of why i would bring this up there's a he had a wheel Oh, like, that you like get strapped yeah. into and then they had this machine called he called it the anteater and it was like kind of what you're describing except the dildo wasn't on top it was just in front and it just like went oh. in and out like you oh like like okay you know what that makes me think of and it that had eyes like, on it that, oh <laughs> like God. looking out and uh, that's where it's that makes me think of like a just being like pelted with like baseballs from like batting oh what is it called? yeah yeah like a batting cage <gasps> Because, like, I'm imagining, like... It didn't go that fast, though. <laughs> well, I'm imagining, like, so you have to stay really still to make sure it's continually not just, like, going into your thigh. Yeah. Yeah, everything looked like it was probably from the Handmade. 70s. Yeah, like, it was not new. But anyway, Meat Rack. M-E-E-T Rack. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty oh. funny. He has, you know, the those, like, testicles that... Testicles? That, <laughs> that uh... That, like dudes have on their truck or whatever yeah he has those on a little like uh like 1980s volkswagen golf (laughs) that's really low to the ground just drags oh god super funny the irony in that yeah because i feel like any guy that has that on his truck talk about toxic max masculinity 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 and now people named max are gonna get offended oh god (laughs) Sorry, Maxes. Sorry, Maxes. You're great. You're doing fine. I'm not calling you toxic. Even, what about women named Maxine? Are they also offended? I think they're all dead. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And now I just offended every woman named Maxine. Maxine's Max. I actually do like, I do like the name Maxine. Fine, you're doing good. Yeah, that's a good name. Kind of reminds me of a cat, though. Like, I'd name my cat Maxine, even though I don't have cats. But it's a cute name. Mm. Um, yeah. Maxine would be a good cat name. Yeah. Wasn't there a TV show? Like kind of like a sassy, <laughs> like a sassy cat. Aren't all sats? I cannot sats Cassie? speak. Yes. Yeah, all sats are pretty Cassie. Uh, I I think most of them are, but I've met a few cats that are just kind of like, do do do. I'm a cat. You know? <laughs> I'm a cat. Um, I want a hairless cat. Just. Oh. Speaking of random things, I like Why? don't like cats, but like I only like hairless cats. I don't know. I think because I don't know. You're a big Doctor Evil fan. Yeah. Just be the just biggest. Like him. The biggest. My number one inspiration. That's the only thing I can think of when I think of a hairless cat. A cat Von D is what I think of, and I'm not her biggest fan, especially since. That whole vaccine thing. Yeah, did you hear that, Kat Von D? She's not your biggest fan. I am not your biggest fan, just for clarification, in Mm. case you thought I was. Yeah, get over yourself. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, What else did you want to ask me about? Um, That's a great transition, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I'm a great interviewer. I'm going to have to redo this podcast. Like, not redo it, but we're going to have to do a round two of an episode not today yeah you're giving me a look no no (laughs) i'm a jesus christ tonight (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i think so i mean like 
I don't like, want to just be a one-time guest. Yeah, I'd like to be a recurring you'll, guest. You'll Maybe I could come on when you're interviewing somebody else, and I can help you interview. That's fun. <laughs> you ever heard a podcast like that? I have. Yes. I got it too excited about that. <laughs> you, got a, you got really close to me. Got really yeah, close yeah. to the mic. That's that's what happens when I'm interested in a woman. I get way (laughs) too excited. Way too close. I start. I send heart emojis way too often. It on like every text. Maybe I could come with you. Yeah. To everything in your life. Yeah. Every event. My astrologer. Yeah, I got an astrologer. Oh yes, we did talk about this. We have different astrologers. Both of them are based in LA, though. No, mine isn't. No, his isn't. Mine's in Dallas. His is in Dallas. Yeah. Mine's based in LA. What up, Diane? Her name's Diane. What up, Candace? She's like 90. Candace is really She's young. Tight. She's deaf? I said tight. Oh. <laughs> but no, she's not deaf. That would be really hard to have phone conversations with her about my chart. I was just listening to a reading um, that she gave Do you record yours? Yeah. Yeah, I record mine. And she said something about... Most of most of my chart is on the right side, which I don't even really know what a lot of this means. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and she goes, so, you know, she was trying to put it nicely. She's like, you like having a partner? You kind of like prefer it? She's like, okay, like maybe a little bit needy. <laughs> and I was like, dang, that's cold, but pretty true. Um, what do you call it? Candace? Kind try of... not to be, but you know what I mean? Can't help it. Candace told me something similar. I mean, mm. hers was just like she was like, "You need a committed relationship," and I was like, "Like you're," not, she was like, "You're not the type that can do like," I almost said monogamy, uh, like polyamorous relationships or like mm. open relationship. That's the mm. same thing, but yeah. anything like that. And I was like, "Yeah, I feel that." She was like, "But like really committed, like <laughs> more committed than like most relationships." And I still don't really know what that means because I feel like if it's a committed relationship, it's a Maybe how much leeway can there maybe be? Maybe it just means like if you weren't in a relationship, right? Let's just let's just go there. We're going to imaginary land. Which I'm not. Dang. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I didn't update I didn't you this. on that. No, so. I, we have, still have some catching up to yeah. do on some business that maybe isn't podcast, podcast appropriate. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that it's inappropriate. It's, it's just no. like mind your own business, podcast listeners. Yeah. We don't need to discuss it. Um, it's fine. It's been a month. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right, I'm really gonna, fine. But um, what I was gonna, so you're not in a relationship. Like some people, and I'm not saying I'm very good at this either, can like go on dates mm. with like many different people, and not maybe they're not like in a relationship, but they're like they can like they're be dating. kind of fluid. They're dating. There's maybe like oh I'm going on a date with this person, but I'm still going to mm. go on a date with this other person, and like. Yeah. You probably don't can't might not feel comfortable doing I don't, that. I'm not one that really does that. Yeah, I don't know if it's that like I'm like oh because like I start talking to one person and I just focus all my energy on them. I'm just always like because because I have done that in the past and what mm-hmm. ended up happening was there was like two or three guys that I was like going on mm-hmm. dates with and then I ended up really liking one and we got together and then I was like what do I do about these other two because i'm horrible 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 at breaking up with people yeah like my go-to is ghost i'm so sorry Mm. but like that's my go-to or i'm like i do that it's not you it's me like and it's like everyone knows that fucking line so like that's the reason i'm not comfortable with like going with multiple people at a time because 
and not all I mean that's that's the only time that's happened but I mean sure I'm sure there if I was to go and do that there'd be times when like it none of it it didn't work out with any of them and then it was just kind of like but it's not that I'm like oh I'm so attached and focused on one person because like at the very beginning of a relationship I'm not that person like if if we've just started talking um if I really really like you I probably won't be talking to anybody else because I just I don't find anyone as interesting as you Mm -hmm. or as funny or I just really enjoy with you um but yeah I'm not like oh well we're talking so now I can't talk to any other you know right right um it's just not an interest in yours yeah so I guess I could see that, but I also I mean, have only been in like one committed relationship, and then every... and it was super committed, like crazy it was committed, like the most committed of oh committed my on God. my behalf. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> on only my... on your behalf. <laughs> Literally, we won't get into that. But I wish people could see the look. I just did like a thing where I like looked at the camera to like yeah, give a look, and like, there's no camera the here. The microphone, like, hey, microphone, communicate this for me. <laughs> did you guys feel it? the look look. Mm. um yeah it was super committed on my behalf um kudos to you for that and you're you you know you're still you're so young (laughs) precious you know (laughs) i i oh no i mean i was i would know maybe i wasn't a virgin still i don't oh no we talked about this yeah i think i was almost 20 right Yeah. yeah but like i'm just saying like i was just like barely getting started you know what i mean yeah i so mean you not, got, like, that, not that i'm all whoo wild girl but no you're not i'm and i'm not suggesting that or that i was wild girl either but um <laughs> you were a wild girl i was a pretty wild girl uh but you know like there's a lot of time uh, yeah I and i'm not should, i'm yeah. not one of those Doesn't people like who's like pressure. i'm no. just making sure you don't feel rushed <laughs> no just enjoy your life i'm i'm definitely i know there's people out there and that's again not to be like shaping you or anything that are like i'm 20 or i'm 25 and i haven't found the love of my life what the fuck i'm gonna be alone forever and i've never once felt that even if i've gone like a year without dating or anything which i don't know if i have but i only started dating a couple of years ago like um i've never felt like oh my god i'm gonna be forever alone and Cause like, I fucking look at like, fucking what's his name? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, fucking what's his name? Fucking what's his name? He found somebody, but like, and literally, like, pretty much any person you, I can't think of his name, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> but like, like think of like Hitler. Okay, let's talk about Hitler. He found somebody. Yeah, Hitler did have a girlfriend. Hitler did a pretty serious one. So like, yeah. not that I'm comparing myself to Hitler, but. There's yeah, like, someone if he for can do everyone. It, you can do it, yeah, kind of. Kind of. He's just very charismatic, though. That might have been what it did it. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm pretty charismatic. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you have charisma, out the ass. I would say. <laughs> That's that where it matters. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly where it matters. Um, yeah. I mean, the relationship thing. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I don't give advice i just, i just did give advice of like <laughs> don't 
my only advice to people ever is like, don't worry about it so much. Yeah. Because, because I and think, I think I'm kind of telling myself that, you know, I think like that's sometimes people you tell get them. into trouble with it though. Is like, they think about it so much and then they meet the person and then they're like, this needs to work out. And so they start doing all these weird, crazy, and it goes back to like energies. And it's like, when you're so like obsessive and like, there's all these energies that you're trying so hard to work this relationship out, even if you're not showing it outwardly, even if you're acting like, Hey, how are you? Like calm, cool and reluctant. Collected, not reluctant. Collected. I think somebody else can pick up on those energies. And it might be subconscious. Like, they don't even know why, but they're like, I like you, but something's not vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've gotten that a lot of times. People thinking I'm a psycho. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I was like, is that where you're going with this? Yeah, no, no. um, I'm learning, you know. I'm f- I'm, human. I'm in my 30s now, so like I'm starting to get the hang of life <laughs> starting, like barely. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that goes back to literally the reason that I started this podcast was because like I felt, especially like early teenage years, I was like, by 20, I'll have life figured out <laughs> yeah i will know my i will know my career plan i will probably have met the love of my life i'll maybe be engaged i will have everything and then it was like a week before i turned i started this podcast like two weeks before i turned 20 because i was like what like i'm in a like i literally don't even think i should be allowed to live alone but <laughs> here i am you know do you like, have a panini press Oh, what? A panini press. Oh, a panini. I thought you said a penny knee press. I was like... A penny knee press. No, do you have a panini press? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, like I how don't. do you even get by without a panini press? You Am know I what not I mean? a true adult without a panini press? I don't have press. a panini press. Oh. I was just wondering if you had one. You should bring it <laughs> up next time if you do. true adult. I'm going to go buy one, and then the next episode that you're on, I'll be like, I got that panini press. I've also met the love of my life. I figured out my career plans. Everything changed all with that I, panini press. all you need. Everyone, you want to get your life figured out? Go buy a panini press. And then the podcast is going to turn into paninis with Bella. Yeah. And then it's like two months later, it's just like me giving parenting advice. I'm like eight months pregnant in like six months. I don't know how it happened. The magic of a panini press. That's all you need. Yeah. And then the panini press breaks, and I get divorced, and <laughs> it just all turns to shit. my child. Yeah. Oh, it's dark. Yeah. It's That's very like dark. Wild turn. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, it's fine. We talked about... I remember one conversation specifically. Mm. Um, <laughs> I keep going. I'm uh, interested to hear what you remember. It was when we were walking to the cave. <laughs> I'm, okay. like, describing it, because yeah. I don't want to say it. Um... It had to do with abandonment issues. It was very... (laughs) It was dark? Yeah, it was pretty... I mean, we did get into some dark stuff. We got to know each other. We made a lot of suicide jokes and depression jokes. Yeah, it was a lot of depression jokes. Yeah. I mean, Um, I still... I'm not going to... The story about (laughs) your mom saying... Oh, oh. Is that appropriate? are Um, are, Are you there yet with that one? I am. I don't know if she is. Oh. Well, she doesn't listen to this. The title specifically asks me not to. <laughs> no, but I still like... It's funny. That's a... It's incredibly funny. Okay. It shows that your mom has a great sense of humor, <laughs> okay. I think. Um, so, if my mom ever does listen to this, I'm... Sorry, mom. 
she's a great mom. Like, let me, let me, yes, let me start that with this. My mother is an amazing, incredible mother who, like, literally on the way here, she was, like, texting me with a bunch of emojis and was just, like, I just want you to know, like, how proud of you I am. Like, I've seen so much, like, growth and, like, like she's a really incredible mom, but she's also human. What's her name? Okay, Magda. Shout out to Magda. Yeah. So, um, keeping it real. I dealt with pretty, as I've discussed, dealt with pretty severe, <laughs> su- uh, what? Severe depression. Severe depression. Yeah. I was jumping ahead. Uh-huh. I almost said I was jumping the gun, but. <laughs> <laughs> there, okay. I just offended somebody. Words, yeah. um, I dealt with pretty severe depression in my teens and still throughout adulthood. Is this adulthood? I don't know. Yeah. Um, still now, but mm-hmm. it's gotten a lot better. Anyway, so like I was really dramatic though a lot of times, especially when I'd get into fights with my mom. And um, there was one time where I was like walking out the door and we were like screaming back and forth at each other. And like people don't talk about this, but I'm, I, there's got to be somebody else out there who's done something like this. If you've seen Lady Bird, it's kind of like the shit she does, like yeah. jumping out of a car or something. Like you just say things or do things that like you're not really thinking about. Um, so I'm like walking out the door to go get my roots dyed and like my hair done. And I just like scream at my mom and I'm like, fine, I'll just go kill myself then right now. And she, without missing a fucking beat goes, if you're going to kill yourself, why are you getting your hair done? (laughs) I still love that story. (laughs) It's like the most fucked up thing. And like, I was in such a state of, and like, she just like looked at me completely serious, like didn't laugh or anything. Like just like blatantly honest, like if you're going to kill yourself, why bother getting your hair done? You're going to be dead. I mean, have you thought that? (laughs) You should. If you were quick enough, you could have replied like something about like, you know, you want to look good at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> like, you uh, don't want people walking up to your cat open when casket the ambulance and being like, comes, oh. I want to look good. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And I was like, so, cause like I was just full of anger in that moment. And this was probably two years ago. I don't know. Um, I just like walked out the door and then it was probably, Oh, it was right after we saw Ladybird. Um, there's, Oh, there's a scene in the movie where, um, her mom's like, uh, talking to her and she's like why don't you just go to community college and then get a job at mcdonald's and then go to jail and then go back to community college and i was like that was such a conversation to have with my mom and we were both like that movie unfortunately is literally us like literally us to a t i think that's what made it so good is that a lot of people a lot of women especially yeah like really connected with those characters because they're not portrayed very often no because it was like her mom was her best friend but also like drove her fucking insane and like did they did you know and said awful things to each other but yeah that movie was so relatable and then we were like walking out of that movie and i told that story to my mom and she was like honestly like i don't remember saying that but we could not stop laughing for the longest time it was just non-stop louder she was like i cannot believe i said that so um yeah my mom world's greatest mom she's super super incredible super caring has always been there for me but yeah which like now it's a really funny story to tell like i've never told that story and had people been like oh like because what fucking mom says that but also touche that was a good fucking point you were probably like in in the moment you're like ah you know but like also 
you're she you're like I know you're right, and that's probably what made you even more mad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Ladybird, go see it if you haven't. We'll do a little plug here for <laughs> Ladybird. This episode's sponsored by Greta Gerwig is not paying me for this. She's gonna be on the show if you talk about. Oh, go buy Ladybird. <laughs> <laughs> go buy it on, on Blu-ray DVD. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of coming-of-age movies, uh, have you seen 8th Grade yet? No, I haven't. I haven't either. Oh. So cool conversation. But I've heard it's really great. Uh, I do want to see that. I definitely that. thought you were going... Oh, you want to know what I really want to I was see. actually going to see if you wanted to go see that. But we should. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that yeah. after the podcast. Um, what do you call it? Incredibles 2. Have you no. seen it? <laughs> no. I really want to. Okay. Um... <laughs> uh, Anyway, well, I hate to, we got hate to do this, but I got a, we got a jet, we got places to be, things to do, people to see, surge to surprise, hi surge, uh, hey surge, thanks he's for listening. Not gonna listen. yeah, he's gonna, he's, he made it to the end. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> surge. Oh, you really if you are surge. listening and you've made it to the end, Venmo requests me a hundred dollars. Oh, because like I will be really You're surprised. Pay him hundred bucks if he's made it to the end, or you just want to get the request and then hit cancel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I will actually pay him, but like he'll only know if he listens all the way to the very end. Also, I'm going to use this to quiz people now. People that tell me they've listened to my podcast, and be like, really, what do I say at the very end? How much money do I offer? On what account? Yeah, to if anyone who? makes it this far in the podcast, <laughs> no, Venmo not anyone. Request, <laughs> just Bella, hundred dollars. Anyone literally out there? Just surge because, because like I feel like he's too busy to listen with my to my measly podcast. Like he's oh. gonna like comment on the like I'm gonna post this on I the. I mean, Facebook you're probably page. right, but also like, come on, this is a good podcast. Yeah, this is a podcast. But like, I'm gonna post this on the Facebook page, Facebook page, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my god, great Bella post." Two people will listen. Yeah, yeah. Because people are busy. I'm not saying that they're shitty people. People are fucking busy. Mm, are they? <laughs> I don't know. Are they busy? Guys, if you're listening, you're I clearly mean, not busy. You're not busy enough. <laughs> Get a life. Anyway. Oh shit! Wait. One last thing. Yeah. Um. Do you How have you a like song or quote that you want to wrap this up with? That's my end. Oh. Um. A song that you've been just like jamming to recently could be. A modern song could be an old song. Could just be a song that you want to share with people. Okay. Um, yeah. There is a song that um, that I've been pretty obsessed with for like this. I think it's just my like theme song of the year. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I want to say I heard it at the end of last year, but for, for whatever reason, like it really got me through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, it's called Look at What the Light Did Now. Did you um, sing that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll end also with this quote um, from Aurobindo Ghost. Uh, he was a sort of a, a sage of India. Uh, his quote is, If there is to be a future, it will wear a crown of feminine design. Ooh, yes. That was a good end. Okay. So. We got to go do yoga. So we out. I'll see you next time. If you want to be a guest, please let me know so I can have friends on the show. Yeah. Anyway, okay, bye. Okay, bye.